Patient verbalized understanding when she stated that blood transfusion can cause reactions such as hemolytic reaction, febrile reaction, and septic reaction. It does not cause a shocking reaction. Let's get NCLEX ready! Hi, I'm Nurse Jojo, registered nurse and founder of Cutie Nurses. Join me as I break down the most difficult questions and share the tools that empowered over 1,500 students to crush the NCLEX exam. Each week, I'll share tips, reviews, along with a ton of resources to help you become a registered nurse and thrive. So step into the world of nursing with confidence at cutienurses.com start. Embarking on your NCLEX journey or facing a retake? Take a deep breath and get ready to conquer these challenges with us. This isn't just another practice session. It's a strategic deep dive into 28 tricky NCLEX questions you'll encounter, complete with detailed answers and insight. We've designed this video to be a dynamic learning experience. Remember to hit pause, think through each question, and then dive into the rationale with us. Whether you're a first-timer or looking to overcome a hurdle, this is your stepping stone to success. Question 1. You are the charge nurse on a medical surgical unit, and you must assign a patient to the newly graduate RN, who is on the second week of orientation. Which patient should be assigned to the new graduate? A. A 27-year-old male newly admitted with periorbital cellulitis. B. A 30-year-old female waiting for discharge instructions after receiving skin drop or burn injuries. C. A 40-year-old male who needs further education prior to receiving skin grafts for burn injuries. Or D. A 35-year-old female who is waiting for a dressing change for a pressure ulcer. And the correct answer is... D, a 35-year-old female who is waiting for a dressing change or a pressure ulcer. And the rationale is, the other three choices require an experienced RN. Choice D, it's a stable patient that a new RN is permitted to provide care for. Category, Fundamentals of Nursing. Question 2. The nurse understands that the following medication should be double-checked with another RN before administering to the patient with burn injuries. A. Acetaminophen 650mg B. Silvazine C. Versed or D. Xantax And the correct answer is C. Versed Rationale is this. Versed is a benzodiazepine, which requires two nurses to check prior to administration. The other three choices can be given without another nurse double-checking. Category, Pharmacology. Question 3. The nurse understands that the following diagnostic test will provide a definitive diagnosis of cirrhosis. A. Sodium levels. B. Albumin levels. C. Liver enzyme levels. Or D liver biopsy? And the correct answer is D, liver biopsy. Rationale. The liver biopsy can reveal the exact cause of the enlarged liver, which is known as hepatomegaly. Elevated liver enzymes can be caused by multiple conditions, not just cirrhosis. Albumin and sodium levels do not provide a definitive diagnosis of cirrhosis. Category. Medical, surgical. Question 4. The nurse is speaking with a patient who is using words that are made up with no common meaning. This is identified as which of the following? A. 
word salad, B, imaginative play, C, echolalia, or D, neologism? And the correct answer is D, neologism, rationale. Neologism is a newly coined word that does not currently exist. Word salad is placing words together that does not connect with one another. Imaginative play is role play usually acted out by children. Echolalia is repeated speech. Category, mental health psychiatric. Question 5. The mother is asking the nurse if hypospadios can be repaired and when can it be taken care of. Which of the following is the correct response by the nurse? A. Hypospadios is congenital and cannot be cured. B. Hypospadios is congenital and is fixed by hypospadios repair, which is done 6 to 18 months of age. C. Hypospadios is congenital and is fixed by hypospadios repair, which is done immediately after birth. Or D. Hypospadios is congenital and is fixed by hypospadios repair, which is done during teenage years. And the correct answer is B. Hypospadios is congenital and is fixed by hypospadios repair, which is done 6 to 18 months of age. Rationale. Hypospadios when the abnormal urethral opening is under the penis, closer to the testicle, which is congenital. There is a higher risk of infection. This can be fixed with hypospadios repair, which is done at 16 to 18 months of age. Catheter or stent care education is provided due to the high risk of infection. The nurse must observe for bleeding and impaired circulation after surgery and report to the physician for abnormal findings. Category, pediatrics. Question 6. 31-year-old patient is currently 28 weeks pregnant with a miscarriage and 9 weeks gestation 2 years ago. She currently has a 4-year-old child who was born at 38 weeks. What is her GTPAL? A. G4, T1, P1, A1, L4. B. G2, T2, P1, A1, L3. C. J3, T2, P0, A0, L1. Or D, G3, T1, P0, A1, L1. And the correct answer is D, G3, T1, P0, A1, and L1. And the rationale is, the patient was pregnant three times. Her four-year-old child was born after 37 weeks gestation at term. She did not deliver an infant at preterm. Her miscarriage occurred at nine weeks gestation, categorizing the baby under abortion. Do not count her current pregnancy or the miscarriage. Only count her four-year-old child under living children. Category, Women's Health Maternity. Question 7. The nurse is providing care for a client who has returned from surgery. The nurse looked at the result and noticed that which of the following should be reported to the physician as soon as possible. A. Sodium-144 B. Sodium-129 C. Potassium-3.5 or D. Potassium-5 And the correct answer is B. Sodium-129 
Rationale: The normal range of sodium is 135 to 145 meq/l. The client's sodium level falls below the normal range and should be reported to the physician. The normal range of potassium is 3.5 to 5 meq/l. Category: Fundamentals of nursing. The nurse suspects signs of an aneurysm. What should she look out for, indicating an abdominal aneurysm? A. Edema and shortness of breath. B. Cramps. C. Night sweats, fevers, and chills. Or D. Vascular sound or bruising over the abdominal aorta. And the correct answer is D. Vascular sound or bruising over the abdominal aorta. Rationale. Signs of an abdominal aortic aneurysm is vascular sound or bruising over the abdominal aorta. Edema and shortness of breath can be seen with kidney failure. Cramps can be seen as a dialysis side effect from too much fluid removal. Night sweats, fevers, and chills are signs of tuberculosis. Category: Medical, Surgical. Question nine. The nurse is reviewing Yang Lum's curative factors of group therapy, which is the following: is unselfish thinking about others before self, a universality, b installation of hope, c altruism, or d corrective recapitulation. And the correct answer is c altruism. Rationale: Altruism is unselfish thinking about others before self. Universality is sharing common experiences and responses to feel that one is not alone. Providing optimism is an installation of hope. Corrective recapitulation is re-experiencing family experiences to connect unresolved, well, to correct unresolved conflict. Category: Mental health, psychiatric. Question ten: Nurse Jojo is providing care for a newborn with myelomeningocele. The newborn is about to go through a cell closure procedure. Which of the following demonstrate Nurse Jojo's need for further education? A. Newborn must be placed in a sideline position post-operation. B. Newborn must be placed in a supine position post-operation. C. Sac closure procedure is done the first 24 to 48 hours after birth. Or D. Myelomeningocele is the most serious form of spina bifida. Correct answer is B. Newborn must be placed in a supine position post-operation. Rationale: The newborn must avoid supine position and be placed in a sideline position after the sac closure procedure, which is done during the first 24 to 48 hours after birth. Myelomeningocele is the most serious form of spina bifida. Category: Pediatrics. Question 11. Calculate using Nagel's rule to estimate the date of delivery of Justine. Whose last menstrual period was May one, twenty twenty? A. February one, two thousand twenty one. B. February eight, two thousand twenty one. C. February one, two thousand twenty one, or D. March eight, two thousand twenty one, and the correct answer is B. February eight, two thousand twenty one. Rationale: February eight will always have twenty eight days, no matter what. Each month has a different number of days, so keep that in mind. 
April, June, September, and November has 30 days. Calculation is done assuming that the woman has a menstrual cycle of 28 days. The NCLEX is aware that this does not apply to everyone, but with Najil's rule, we're going to assume. Add 7 days for the first day of the last menstrual period. Subtract 3 months and then add some 1 year. Category Women's Health Maternity Question 12 The nursing student is learning about white blood cells, which is the following is not one of the 5 types of white blood cells. A. Neutrophils B. Lymphocytes C. Eosinophils or D. Erythrocytes and the correct answer is D, erythrocytes. Rationale. The five white blood cells are neutrophils, lymphocytes, eosinophils, monocytes, and basophils. Erythrocyte is a red blood cell and is not one of the five white blood cells. Category. Fundamentals. Question 13. Patient verbalized understanding when she stated that blood transfusion can cause reaction, such as so like all that applies, A. Hemolytic reaction, B. Febrile reaction, C. Septic reaction, or D. Shocking reaction. And the correct answer is A, B, and C. Hemolytic reaction, febrile reaction, and septic reaction. And the rationale. Patient verbalized understanding when she stated that blood transfusion can cause reaction such as hemolytic reaction, febrile reaction, and septic reaction. It does not cause a shocking reaction. Category. Pharmacology. Question 14. The nurse is assessing the patient's abdomen and notice a pulsating abdominal mass. The patient does not report any pain at this time. What should the nurse do next? A. Report to the physician. B. Put the patient on NPO. C. Assess the femoral pulse. Or D. Treat for hypovolemic shock. And the correct answer is C. Assess the femoral pulse. Rationale. The nurse suspects an abdominal aorta due to the pulsating abdominal mass. Assessing the femoral pulse in the thigh can assist the nurse in deciding whether or not there is a circulatory compromise. Signs of hypovolemic shock occur with a ruptured abdominal aorta. The patient has not shown signs of a ruptured abdominal aorta or hypovolemic shock, so the nurse should observe for signs and not start treating right away. Assessing is important prior to reporting to the physician. Holding the patient from drinking or eating is pointless at this time. Category, medical surgical. Congratulations on powering through the first half of the NCLEX question. And you're nailing it. As we gear up for the next half, don't forget to grab your free digital flashcard. Visit qdnurses.com start and join our community by signing up for our email list. As a thank you, you'll receive 160 free digital flashcards to turbocharge your study session. And hey, while you're here, don't forget to smash that red subscribe button below and join our growing family of NCLEX champions. Let's continue this journey together. Question 15. Which of the following is false about depersonalization disorder? A. There is a cure. B. There is no cure. C. Client reports feeling like an outsider observing the moment. Or D. 
client feels detached from self and describes the event as a dream. And the correct answer is A. There is a cure. Rationale. There is no cure for depersonalization disorder at this time. Medications can be prescribed to treat the symptoms, but not the disorder itself. Client reports feeling like an outsider, observing the moment, or feels detached from the self. The client may describe the event as a dream. Category. Mental health psychiatric. Question 16. The mother is asking the nurse about the strawberry hemangioma that is on her infant's back. What is the appropriate response by the nurse? A. Retinoid is applied to get rid of the lesion. B. Unfortunately, it will never go away. C. It will keep growing until the child becomes a teenager. Or D. It usually goes away by age 10. And the correct answer is... It usually goes away by age 10. Rationale. Strawberry hemangioma is a condition in which the vascular lesion grow at a rapid rate until age 1. It usually goes away by the age of 10. In some cases, it may remain. It may appear anywhere in the body, but most commonly found on the back, face, or chest. Category. Pediatric. Question 17. Which is the proper delegation to assign to the nursing assistant from the registered nurse? A. Check on the client in room 502 and tell me how he's doing. B. Please let me know if the client's pain is alleviated in room 501. C. Pick the client's blood pressure every hour in room 500. Or D. Get the client up today in room 503. And the correct answer is C. Take the client's blood pressure every hour in room 500. Rationale. Telling the nursing assistant to take the blood pressure every hour is a specific task that is under the appropriate scope or practice for the nursing assistant to perform. The other choices involve judgment call that the nurse should make. Telling the client to get up in room 503 is too vague of an instruction. Category. Fundamentals of Nursing. Question 18. A client with iron deficiency anemia is taking ferrous gluconate. Which of the following is true about ferrous gluconate? A. Take ferrous gluconate with milk and cereal in the morning. B. Take ferrous gluconate after meal on a full stomach. C. Take ferrous gluconate on an empty stomach. Or D. Take ferrous gluconate at 3 in the morning. And the correct answer is, take ferrous gluconate on an empty stomach. Rationale. Ferrous gluconate is taken on an empty stomach. Do not take ferrous gluconate with antacids, milk, or whole grain cereal. Ferrous gluconate does not need to be taken at 3 in the morning and should not be taken on a full stomach. Category. Pharmacology. Question 19. The nurse is providing care for a client who has dialysis treatment three times a week at an outpatient clinic. Which of the following should be assessed prior to starting treatment? A. Positive brewies and thrills. B. Negative brewies and thrills. C. Cramps. Or D. Hyperphosphatemia. And the correct answer is A. Positive brewies and thrills. Rationale. 
The nurse should expect positive bruise and thrills in the client's fistula or graft. The presence of a bruise, which is the whooshing sound heard during escaltation, and a thrill, a vibration felt upon palpation, are normal findings, indicating that the fistula is functioning properly. If the bruise or thrills are absent, the client would not be able to get dialyzed. Further intervention would be needed to ensure a patient's access in order to receive adequate dialysis. Category Medical Surgical Question 20 A 78-year-old male client has signs and symptoms of vascular dementia. Which of the following is true about vascular dementia? Select all that applies. A. Caused by delirium. B. Affects levels of consciousness. C. Does not affect levels of consciousness, or D. Occurs due to a stroke. And the correct answer is C and D. Does not affect level of consciousness and occurs due to a stroke. Rationale. Vascular dementia does not affect levels of consciousness and occurs due to a stroke. It is not caused by delirium. Personality, memory, and cognitive functioning are affected. Category. Mental Health Psychiatric Question 21. Which of the following is false about lumbar puncture? A. Needle is placed in the spinal cord for diagnostic testing. B. Cerebral spinal fluid is collected. C. Place the child on the side with curved back for good needle placement. Or D. Place the child on the stomach for good needle placement. And the correct answer is D. Place the child on the stomach for good needle placement. Rationale. The child should be placed on the side with a curved back for good needle placement during a lumbar puncture. Cerebral spinal fluid is collected. The needle is placed in the spinal cord for diagnostic testing. And the category is pediatric. Question 22. Which of the following demonstrates that the nursing student has an understanding of RHOD immune globulin? A. RHOD immune globulin is given to the RH negative mother within 72 hours postpartum. B. RHOD immune globulin is given to the RH positive mother within 72 hours postpartum. C. RHOD immune globulin is given to the RH negative mother within 24 hours postpartum. Or D. RHOD immune globulin is given to the newborn within 72 hours postpartum. And the correct answer is A. RHOD immune globulin is given to the RH negative mother within 72 hours postpartum. Rationale. RHOD immune globulin is given to the RH negative mother within 72 hours postpartum to prevent antibodies from forming. The antibodies can destroy fetal blood cells during the next pregnancy. It is not given to the newborn. Category Women's Health Maternity Question 23 Which of the following is the correct order of the chain of infection? A. Reservoir infectious agent, exit route, mode of transmission, portal of entry, susceptible host, B, infectious agent, portal of entry, reservoir, exit route, mode of transmission, and susceptible host, C, susceptible host, reservoir, exit route, mode of transmission, 
portal of entry, and infectious agent, or D, infectious agent, reservoir, exit route, mode of transmission, portal of entry, and susceptible host. And the correct answer is D, infectious agent, reservoir, exit route, mode of transmission, portal of entry, and susceptible host. Rationale. The correct answer is once again, infectious agent, reservoir, exit route, mode of transmission, portal of entry, and susceptible host. Infectious agent is the organism that caused the infection. Reservoir is where the infectious agent grows. Exit route is the route that infectious agents leave, which is droplets or excretion. Mode of transmission is how the infectious agent spread from one location to another. Portal of entry is where the infectious agent enters. Susceptible host is the person that is at risk for becoming infected. Category, fundamentals of nursing. All right, question 24. MHG-CoA reductase inhibitors interrupts cholesterol-generating enzymes in the liver. The nurse understands that examples of MHG-CoA reductase inhibitors include, so like all that applies, A. Lovastatin, B. Pravastatin, C. Alprazolam, or D. Chloracepate. And the correct answer is A and B. Lovastatin and Provastatin. Rationale. Examples of MHG, COA, reductase inhibitor are Lovastatin and Provastatin. Alprazolam and Chloracepate are an anti-anxiety medication. Category. Pharmacology. Question 25. The client is about to start hemodialysis treatment for the first time. The nurse should inform the client that which of the following side effects is not common on hemodialysis. A. Cramping. B. Dizziness. C. Hypotension. Or D. Hematuria. And the correct answer is D. Hematuria. Rationale. Cramping, dizziness, and hypotension are side effects that can occur when the client is receiving hemodialysis treatment. Hematuria is not a common finding and should be reported to the physician immediately. Category, medical surgical. Question 26. A 42-year-old male with a history of alcohol abuse reports nervousness, diaphoresis, and nausea. The nurse suspects that these are signs and symptoms of which of the following? A. Early signs of alcohol withdrawal. B. Late signs of alcohol withdrawal. C. Benzodiazepines withdrawal. Or D. None of the above. And the correct answer is A. Early signs of alcohol withdrawal. Rationale. Nervousness, diaphoresis, and nausea are early signs of alcohol withdrawal. Hallucinations and seizures are late signs of alcohol withdrawal. Anxiety or seizures for months are signs of benzodiazepine withdrawal. Category, mental health psychiatric. Question 27. The nurse is providing care for a child diagnosed with diabetes mellitus. The child is found vomiting and reported lack of appetite. Which of the following should the nurse expect the physician to order? A. Lowered NPH insulin doses by 25 to 30%. B. Lowered NPH insulin doses by 10%. C. Increased NPH insulin by 25 to 30%. Or D. NPH insulin doses to be withheld. 
And the correct answer is A. Lowered NPH insulin doses by 25 to 30%. Rationale. If the child is vomiting or has a lack of appetite, the NPH insulin doses should be lowered by 25 to 30% to prevent hypoglycemia from occurring. Blood glucose test is taken prior to administering insulin. Category. Pediatrics. Question 28. Which of the following should the nurse keep in mind in regards to providing care for a pregnant client with diabetes? Select all that applies. A. Client is not at risk for hypoglycemia after giving birth. B. Never ever give insulin. C. Severe hypoglycemia can occur postpartum. Or D. Take blood glucose levels and observe for signs and symptoms. And the correct answer is... C and D, severe hypoglycemia can occur postpartum. Take blood glucose levels and observe for signs and symptoms. Rationale, severe hypoglycemia can occur postpartum. You want to take blood glucose levels and observe for signs and symptoms. Insulin can be given with the physician's order at a safe dosage. Category, women's health maternity. Now, I want you to take what you've learned here and apply them as you answer each question. If you still have questions, drop them in the comments below and I'll be replying to everyone. For more NCLEX practice questions, be sure to check out this video next and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Want more tips and tricks for passing the NCLEX? Then be sure to check out cutienurses.com slash start. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. See you next week.